Hello and welcome to another episode of Unstoppable Overcomers. And tonight we have the amazing Kimberly Genovese. I'm just going to share a little bit about uh, Miss Kimberly here and then we'll get right to the meat and potatoes of tonight. So Kimberly shares how easy it is to live a life, a full and lush life on top of deep-seated fear and pain and how you can accomplish great things pioneer expansive projects and still be left with a sense of lack and being unfulfilled. She takes us through her intimate journey and the processes she accessed, accessed of exposing the fear that we all have becoming unaware exits, removing the fear, unleashing greatest potential. She opens the doors for everyone to access all that is within them with joy, laughter, and fearlessness. She is devoted to creating a world where all life be honored and celebrated so that we can express fully and harmoniously. Oh my gosh, that sounds amazing. <laughs> because you are amazing. Oh, okay. <laughs> and Kimberly, thanks for coming on the show tonight. Yeah. Uh, we have our friend uh, Tim Sean's from Pennsylvania. Hi, Tim. And our friend Jen. Hi, Hello. Yay, love Jen. <laughs> so thank you to our listeners for coming in. And I know that Kathy's listening in too from the great state, uh, great, yeah, state of Illinois. <laughs> so, Kimberly, welcome to the show. And if you could share a little bit about uh, your story, your overcoming story, and then uh, we'll get right into it. Uh, sure, I'd love to. Um, just looking, because you, when you say my story, it's so perfect, right? I turned 56 in June. So when you say my story, I'm like, it's a long story. <laughs> That's good. Right? <laughs> right? Yeah. I'm so blessed. Um, and there's so many facets. Um, and dare I say, um, glasses, like stained glass, right? The glass, the mosaic um, of the story and the journey. And so which part would you like me to share? Especially since we only have an hour. Wow. <laughs> and Robert's sharing years in an hour or so. <laughs> hmm. Well, because I know so much about you and it's all amazing. Hmm. How about, I don't know, there's just so much. Mm -hmm. There is so much because you you are an amazing person. And just so you're, everybody's aware, she is actually a co-author. Kimberly is a co-author in the book, Overcoming Mediocrity and the Fearless Woman. Uh, there's 11 different books, but she is in the Fearless Woman book. So definitely get your copy and you can find that on um, omfearless.com. Think omfearless.com. <laughs> I'm putting this in the comments. Yeah. Fearless.com. Perfect. Well, so get your copy today. <laughs> Thank you for that. You're welcome. I just thought, I'm like, yeah, I better put that in there. So start at the beginning. Where do you feel comfortable starting? Oh boy. Starting at the beginning. Um, so, well, in the world of, you know, that your, your mission, right. Is empowering people to overcome and be unstoppable. Um, what, what's right there for me is the, the part of the story that seems to want to, um, be shared so far is that, um, my parents divorced when I was two. Um, and I had, um, a very traumatic, they, the, the situation in which they, um, separated was very traumatic for me at the age of two. Um, and, and just so everyone's aware, you know, I absolutely adore my parents and, um, they are, 
you know, parents are always just doing the best them that they can do moment by moment by moment. Um, and so, and with that, you know, um, it was incredibly traumatic for me. It really set a lot of the foundational thoughts about myself, um, in, in, in a very, um, deeply emotional and um, charged way. And then, um, I lived through, um, multiple marriages, um, 13 different households to be specific. Um, so in the world of being able to overcome and uh, those types of situations and be unstoppable. And what, what's really speaking right now is the unstoppable joy of that, what life has to offer. Um, and that no matter what the circumstances are, no matter what you're dealing with and um, being able to, you know, have my story, be able to share with people that even in the darkest moments, uh, the richness of life experiences that I now have access to um, that have, you know, by being unstoppable, a force of nature, I dare say, <laughs> um, it has given, you know, me so much joy and the ability to share joy with people, uh, no matter, no matter what they're dealing with. So, and that is true, people. Kimberly brings joy everywhere. <laughs> everywhere. Even it's in the not at the darkest moments. <laughs> exactly. And our friend Christy says, hey. Hi, Christy. Dr. Christy's in the house. Awesome. Yes. And and that that is so wonderful. Like you said, in the darkest moments, finding joy, that's powerful. Because I know a lot of people can, you know, don't even find joy in in the good things, let alone yeah. you know, the, the dark times. So that's truly uh, admirable for sure. You know, I had a lot of help. So, um, you know, um, I'm, I'm, I was gifted. I, I knew Jesus was the real deal for me personally. Um, uh, when I was four years old, um, he physically manifested. Um, so I, I've always known that I've always known um, that I've been guarded and you know, guardianed, right. And protected. Um, so no matter how dark things got, no matter how scary they got, and no matter how petrified I personally became, um, uh, it made the, it, it gave me the power to see the joy, access the joy. And, and right now, wow, it's getting very emotional. Um, I'm very present to the gift that he gave me of joy in those moments. Um, the magic carpet, right? So to speak, that sliced through those dark times and uh, got me to where we are today. Which is in an incredible place. And um, our, our friend Kenny D, Kenny D says, savor the flavor of the awesomeness and you shit for sharing your delectable nuggets with us tonight. Uh, Kenny is an amazing gentleman and he's from all the way from the great state, Texas. Great oh. state of texas hello texas and he is he is on every show that he could possibly get on and he's just an amazing encouragement so kennedy thank you for uh finding us um over here on uh and jen says hi to tim so yes you know like sharing that joy and 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 i can't imagine um i can't imagine um you know I've been blessed. My parents have been together for 
46 years. So uh, that is that is an amazing feat. And I'm, I, I admit it's not been a straight line. It's been rocky, like most <laughs> marriages, you know, the ups and downs. And, and you know, when we get married, it's uh, for better or worse and sickness and in health. And right now, health has definitely been on the line for my parents. Um, but, you know, to have those joys and those moments, like you said, you know, having your parents divorced when you were at such a young age and being through 13 different households that that definitely would have had to have been hard how would you say that that has changed you like from like changed the trajectory of your childhood i guess interesting i would you know i i'd be forecasting to be able to say right because oh, I, I couldn't possibly know how it would have gone um and and i you know I could look right. So, because what's immediately there is, you know, my parents didn't get along even when I was two. <laughs> so, so, um, and obviously and, not meant to be together. That's yeah. Well, is. and, and, you know, and, and they were pregnant when they got married. Right. So it was, you know, it wasn't, it wasn't like there was this honeymoon space for the first few years. Like it was rocky from day one. Um, so if they'd stayed married, right. It, I really don't know, right? It might it might have looked really good on the outside, but maybe not so pretty on the inside. Kind of a, a lifestyle I I would have been in. Um, I do know, I do know um, that I most likely would have felt safe, um, protected, and um, I don't know. Um, the word that's coming up is loved. Um, during those formative years, which I, I imagine, you know, but, you know, I had love, you know, my, my mom moved in with her parents and, oh my God. So one of the saviors in my life was my aunt and my aunt uh, is a little bit younger than my mom. And at that time, cause my mom was pretty young when she had me, uh, my aunt was still in, I think still in high school. Right. So I was her live doll. Right. <laughs> That would have been interesting. And I will tell you that woman loved me so much, right? To this day, um, actually going to see her next month at a reunion. So family reunion, super excited. Um, but yeah, so, you know, I, it, it's funny. I, I have no idea how it changed my trajectory because in my 56 year, uh, I'm very present to that the God-given missions that are in me are getting fulfilled. Mm-hmm. So I, I would assert that um, I would be right where I am uh, in, in a lot of different ways, right? It just wouldn't have looked the same because I am very clear in the world of overcoming and being unstoppable. Mm-hmm. You will get to your destiny mm-hmm. if you stick with it. <laughs> if you stick with it, if which, you stick with it. <laughs> so, what has been what has been the hardest part for you to just stick with it, or have you or you just had that tenacity that you just was stick? No, stick no. Well, you know, so that's really great. Um, I had suicide. I was suicidal uh, at points in my life, um, and uh, so you know, there were definitely dark days, dark moments um, where that you know taking my myself out uh, before achieving uh, you know what what I believe God has put on my heart uh, it's been there it has definitely been there I, and I'm not going to be cocky enough to say that it might not show its face again uh, but uh, 
it, and I've experienced that those those darkest moments. So, right. mm -hmm. and and that is scary. I mean, um, as somebody that has been in those moments before, where I thought life probably would have been a hell of a lot easier if I would have just took myself out, like you said. Mm -hmm. But then, you know, look where, look at the amount of people that we would not have helped if we would have took ourselves out. Oh, it's so easy to see from this place and time, right? Like, right. you know, and, 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 and really if, if one person gets this message is, you know, whenever it's the, the biggest thing I have taken away and being a, an overcomer and unstoppable is when you are in a dark place, cause you know, it's just a space. Um, uh, and when you are in a dark place, um, just remember there's someone in a darker place than you mm -hmm. uh, always. I, I don't care how close you are to that dark edge. Uh, go help someone, go, go find someone who's in a darker place than you. And together um, you'll pull yourself into the light. Um, and, and, and listen, dark, <laughs> darkness is just a space and it can be disappeared. Like the minute you bring light into the darkness, it's gone like that. So, yeah. We have a couple of comments here from our viewers. Uh, Jen says, when we navigate any relationship, there is a learning and growth along the way uh, for so many reasons, from basic communication to learning about each other, to, uh, to how people evolve. That is so true. For sure. And Carl says, hello, ladies, just joining in the discussion and enjoying what he's hearing. Thanks for showing up, Carl. Yes, beautiful picture or beautiful view of the Chicago River. Yeah. <laughs> oh, he's a native. There we go. <laughs> and Kennedy's over here. So, yes, um, definitely, like you said, those dark moments are, you know, just bringing light to reaching out to somebody uh is a definitely something that you should do in those moments i totally mm -hmm. agree um you know and you're totally right when you're helping somebody else it gets your mind off your problems um you know and i and that is pivotal i think um because in in those moments i would always think what got me out of my pit is i have two absolutely adorable nephews. And uh, back when they were young, I got a picture taken of them. And whenever I was having those dark moments and those dark thoughts, my mind immediately went back to that picture and I would bring it up in my mind. I still have it, um, you know, and it's, it's just one of those things that it brings me back to the forefront because my uncle took his life Christmas day, 23 years ago. So yeah. I know what it's like to experience yeah. that. And that's one of the reasons yeah. why I never fully allowed myself to, you know, get rid of myself mm -hmm. uh, because I knew that I needed to be here for them. Yeah. And that was part of my, my why and getting myself out of those dark moments. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. So, yeah, I know a lot of people who have, have passed on uh, I, what I have is early in life. Um, uh, when I was in, when actually when I was in high school, we had four, uh, our senior year, we had four people in our class commit suicide. Senior year in high school, right? It's like, you know, it, it's gut wrenching, you know, that, that people really are in a space of that they have no other choice. Like that's their only choice. So that happened to the captain of the football team when I was in high school too. 
I mean, there was a series of events that happened. That's the, how the story went. I don't know for sure. Wow. And he just couldn't deal with what had, had happened. And he took his life and his parents came home to that. And it was, it was devastating for the entire student body. Oh, and, yeah, exactly. You know, and I can remember there was counselors there for anybody who wanted to, to do that and uh, to definitely tap into that. So yes, definitely reach out to somebody if you need that help for sure. Yeah, there's something that wants to be spoken right now too, is to let people know that if they're, if they are dealing with those darker moments, whether it's suicidal, homicidal, whatever, cidal, whatever, whatever cidal you're dealing with, um, you're on the brink of something. Um, there, there's, you know, to circle it back around, there's greatness within you, um, that is, is about to be unleashed, uh, uh, and just light up the universes. Uh, so I know it, you say this, this would be the example of that joy that likes to show up even in the darkest moments. Um, I, I would, I would invite everyone to just be really clear of what's actually happening. And uh, there's just, and in this day and age with the technology we have and all the different outlets to reach out, it's just take, make one more call, you know, reach out to one more person before you do anything. Yeah, absolutely. 100% agree with that. So there's also, a, there's a bunch of different things that Miss Kimberly has her hands in. Mm. And like <laughs> so many things, Miss she Mrs. Kimberly has her hands in. Like she is a serial entrepreneur. If like if you read her bio on um, the opening um, show notes, uh, and okay, so and she you're also a okay, so you're a realtor uh, for over thirty years. Plus, you oh, no, 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 be clear. <laughs> All right. No, no, no. <laughs> I've been in the real estate industry okay. for over 30 years. Okay. Yeah. Sorry. I've had my real estate license for 15, 12, 15 years, something like that. But no, I've been in the industry for over 30. Industry. All right. Mm -hmm. Plus, you also have something to do with Landmark. Yeah, I'm I'm one of their leaders at, at Landmark mm -hmm. Worldwide. Mm -hmm. Okay, and you also have something that's called Golden Grows. Ah, yes. Yeah, it hasn't actually uh, officially opened its doors yet, but yes, we are we are in the process of establishing Golden Grows in the okay. world, and I love that you're announcing it on your show. <laughs> <laughs> well, because I'm like, no, I love it. It's I, I'm okay, here we go. <laughs> I'm picturing what we talked about the other night and the vision that you had, and I'm like, okay. So I haven't been able to really sleep since we had that conversation. Really? Yeah. Nice. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Like it's, 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 it's all out there. And I know that it's all has its purpose and it's time and, and anything like that. Um, so with all the experience that you have, uh, with different things, like different, obviously you're an author and you're in real estate and you're, um, a, definitely a leader, um, with landmark. So what, what would you say is one of the, 
how should I put this? What is one of the favorite things that you that you do right now? What is the ultimate favorite thing that you do right now? Breathe. <laughs> That's probably my ultimate favorite thing. I, I mean, if, if, I, if I got to pick my ultimate favorite thing I do, it would be breathe. That would be my ultimate thing because it's in everything. No, well, you know, you're right. You're shaking your head. <laughs> but the, I spent a lot of years not breathing. I spent a lot of years, you know, holding my breath day by day, moment by moment. Um, so, so literally, yes, breathing life in, breathing life out, breathing life into others. Um, uh, like right now is like the breath that's underneath laughter and joy and, um, you know, just participating in, in, in the birthing of humanity to what's next and, uh, transcending it and, uh, watching all of us do what we do. It's just beautiful to get to be a part of that. It is beautiful. What? Wait till you watch this. Okay. So Candy asks, what is Golden oh, Girls? Well, no, I like that. Go, it's Golden Girls. <laughs> I love that because, okay. And you know why I'm laughing, right? You yeah, absolutely you know why. You know why I'm laughing. So Kenny, it's actually Golden Groves. But our main focus is to get Betty White yeah. <laughs> a part of Golden the, Groves. Is that the TV show, Golden Groves? Yes. Yes, it's hilarious, right? Because um, one of That's our other John loves Golden Girls, right? The show, she'll love that. That that came up. That's perfect. And that is that is why I'm laughing so hard because our goal, like, okay, so to on on my show, I totally want. Who was my ultimate? I said that it was my ultimate, and then you said, "Oh, Jack Canfield." Jack Canfield will be on my show at mm -hmm. some point. Uh, in the very near future. So my my guess that I want is Jack Canfield and Kimberly's guess is Betty White. Amen. So that's why I'm laughing. Yeah. And it will happen, folks. It will happen. Oh, thank you, Robert. And uh, my ultimate is being alive another day to experience all that life has to offer. Right? Is I agree, Kenneth. Yes. Mm -hmm. Exactly, Kenny. Exactly. So... Okay, so now that we have the Golden Groves out, you may as well tell these people what it, Golden Groves is all about. It's all about humanity. Well, but you it, 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 so much yeah, it's empowering humanity to be the um, steward, the response, like the position of responsible steward that we've been given, that, that we've been gifted, right? To steward over. Um, okay, so. Golden Groves is a vision that God gave me when I was four. Um, and it, it hard to believe 52 years ago, he, he planted that inside of me and it, he gave that vision to me crystal clear, absolutely outrageously crystal clear. And it's this glorious, uh, I dare say land of milk and honey, uh, type of, you know, environment that you walk into. And it's a facility uh, that um, it, it's two sided facility. Uh, on the front of the facility, it's like a, a mass unit and a place for people to come into to deal with whatever they're dealing with, whatever ailments they're dealing with. And, and they similar to uh, the cancer 
treatment centers of America. They're, I love their model uh, in the sense that you you come in and you choose intuitively what are, what are the treatments, right? And and their the treatments would include any and all things available and you would have a team, you know, again, similar to their, their model. Um, and, and, but specifically it would also include not just different modalities. It would include working with animals and working with nature, uh, which I, that, again, that was just part of the big dream, big picture that was planted, the vision that was planted on me also, uh, not to go too far down a bunny trail, pun intended, uh, <laughs> A lot of those dark suicidal moments who came to me were literally horses. Uh, and there were also um, other creatures of life that came to me, but more than once, they were the ones that were there for me. So, you know, again, having all of that working together and then um, the backside of it, 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 it's like this incredible um, resortish spa type experience for once people are back in balance, centered, you know, neutralized, so, so to speak, then they, it's a place to come to refresh and, you know, revitalize and nourish and feed the, the instrument that we've been given called this human vessel and, uh, and, and, and then allow it to expand to its fullness um, as bodies that can soar and do miraculous things. That is amazing. Yeah. Don't you think so, guys? Like, don't you think that is just one of the most amazing things that you've ever heard? Bringing all of humanity together to heal and to, you know, be together. And that is just, wow. Yeah. It's, it's nothing that I've heard until, you know, you and I have been talking about it. So that is awesome. There's, there's also another project that you work with, and it's called the Kimbra. Can you tell us a little bit about the Kimbra? Oh, sure. Yeah. So Kimbra is one of uh, my companies uh, that I adore. It's, it, we say this all the time. It's not a coaching company at all. Not even close. Um, if, if you haven't noticed, we, all the people that are involved in the work that I do, we believe very firmly in allowing for your intuitive superpowers to kick in. And um, nobody knows your best path better than you. Uh, and so at Kimbra, one of the easiest ways to say it is uh, we create like a gym environment, a ritualistic environment uh, for you to work on the fundamentals and be in the practices that would allow the three core resources that are available to you, which most people position to be finite. And we give you the space and the practices and the rituals to access those to be infinite. And those three basic uh, resources are time, money, and people. Exactly. Uh, Mr. Robert here says, that's my kind of talk, girl. You're speaking my language. So, and the Kimbra is for men and women, Robert. Oh, yeah. So you, you definitely want to check that out. Yeah. All humans. <laughs> All humans are invited. All humans are invited, yes. And definitely check that out. Uh, and you, they just type in the thekimbra.com. Uh, the mm-hmm. Kimber. 
Are you back? I'm here. Yeah. The okay. Kim- yeah. Thekimber.com. Mm-hmm. Okay. Sorry. For some reason, it seems like my internet is going crazy. Alrighty. I put that in the comments too, if anybody's interested in checking that out. It's just, you'll have to type it because it, you went into the matrix. <laughs> That's funny that you said that. I love that he said the matrix. I'm all about oh. the matrix. Everything has coming through that we've had a conversation about in the last months on tonight's show. <laughs> so Kimberly, just to give you a little bit of background history, Kimberly had wanted me to watch the movie The Matrix. However, <laughs> I am not a sci-fi movie person and she goes it doesn't matter just watch it with the intent to learn so i was ready to do that however i don't know how to use my tv because it's not a normal tv people it's one of those ipb tv boxes and i don't know how to get to where i don't know how to look up stuff that's my husband's gig but my husband didn't really want to go watch the movie because he's not a sci-fi person. And so anyways, I have to go rent the movie somewhere. I have to get it on DVD and I'll go watch it in my bedroom. It's playing on one of the, uh, I can't think of which one, if it's HBO Max or one of them has all of them, all three of them. I got to get to, I got to get to the movie part. When he's not home one day, I'll go try to get to the movie part and bring it up that way. Okay. <laughs> I'll, I'll have to try it. I'll have to figure it out. I'm not 100% tech savvy. Let's yeah. just put it that way. That's not one of my things. Kimberly, are you on Clubhouse? I am not. Thank you for asking, though. And Ken's not a sci-fi either, but that's okay because you don't need to be sci-fi to. And oh, I don't know what's going on with my computer, but whatever. It's. <laughs> okay. Oh my gosh. <laughs> there we go. Uh, I'm not on Clubhouse either, my friend. And uh, the phone that I had, it couldn't even, it was so old, it couldn't even get onto there. And I just haven't had a chance to put it on my new phone yet because <laughs> there's so many projects on the works. It's not even funny. <laughs> <laughs> and Kimberly's laughing because she knows the projects that are coming up. So I have got like, a year's worth of work to do this week. So <laughs> one day I will get on. Um, yeah, Robert is out in the middle of Alaska and Robert is trying to do his shows and his stuff on this uh, old iPhone that when he, sometimes he gets connections, sometimes he doesn't. Anyways, it's one of those. I love that he's in Alaska. Alaska is so beautiful. So I've heard. I have not been there yet but it's on the list got it good so tell us a little bit about here a part of what you had put on there is um your endless drive for everyone to have to have um radiant financial freedom by 2050 what is that all about yeah, so the team's been working so hard, they've actually bumped up the end date to 2035. Um, that that occurred, uh, it was a kind of a two, thing, two things coming together. So one of the things that just 
lit me up from the inside out. Anytime I ever hear anyone say that what's in their way of pursuing what matters most to them is money. And it lit it like a, like, a, it's like a, it's like a hair trigger <laughs> for me. Right. It's just like, I just want to go hit somebody. Right. Um, and, and then I did my first vision walk as, uh, in this lifetime uh, a couple of Mays ago in Michigan. And during the vision quest, uh, one of the things that occurred was Mother Earth letting me know to be part of uh, in, in, instrumental part of writing, you know, the earth and the planet and what's happening with it. And um, that this particular mission was going to be a big component in that. And so, yeah, it's, you know, moving us as a collective consciousness, one from scarcity and lack and fear to one of prosperity, abundance and love. And the mission is, is, is a roadmap uh, to, uh, to, to create that. I love that. And <laughs> you and I have shared our bike. Just get me a helicopter and get me and my husband and my stepson out of here for yeah. a while. Like, get me to Illinois, get me to Indiana, get me to Florida, get me out of here. <laughs> get me into the land of the milk and honey. And I'm like, you know what? And, and you're right. There, there are so many times in life that I've been stopped because of finances. And it's like, no more. Like, my family is going to have financial freedom we are living in abundance. We are going to make it happen mm -hmm. that we no longer have to live in this like, well, I can't do this and I can't afford that. And you're right. As soon as somebody hears that, it's like, make sure pucker, right? Yeah. My blood <laughs> boil. Literally my blood boil. It makes my blood boil. Yes. <laughs> and, and, and that is true. And a lot of people, you know, so in the town that I live in, since we've always had homelessness, always. But uh, since COVID hit, it has probably doubled or tripled just in the town that I live in. Wow. Uh, and it makes me so sad to see all of this. Like there was trailers in Walmart parking lot and people lost their homes and were living in trailers in the Walmart parking lot until Walmart decided that that wasn't a good fit for them anymore. And they kicked them out. Yeah. Uh, we had people that were living in tents down at Tent City uh, which was like a ravine that they decided to set up mm -hmm. uh, until the government kicked them out. So, you know, the shelters are full. And then, you know, with COVID, you're only allowed to have so many people in the shelters anyways. So literally the streets are filled with people. Uh, and one of my goals is definitely the city of winter will end. The homelessness will end, mm -hmm. you know, yeah. uh, that, that's part of my, my project and my why, uh, because that's, the basic necessity is food, water, and shelter. Like, and if there's a problem, if everybody cannot have that, and it's not, it's, it's, you know, like, what are you doing to help with that? You know, like it, not every person that's homeless, it's because, um, they're a bum and just living on the streets. And, and that's what the, that sometimes that's the mentality of people. And, and that's not the case, you know, things happen, like catastrophes happen. And it's not like they want this. And, and, you know, that's a lot of what people are saying. Well, you know, it's their fault. Well, it's, it's not. And some of them have mental illnesses that they don't even realize, you know, and that's all they know. Mm -hmm. So, and to try and get these people help, 
I don't know. I have a friend that every night she um, t makes like 300 meals and then goes downtown and distributes them. Right. So there, there's different, there's different ways that I've helped out my community with that. But ultimately part of the ultimate goal is just to end it all. Like there'll be homes built. Yeah, to eradicate it. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. We're going to eradicate it for sure. Absolutely. <sighs> Manifestation is a wonderful thing. It totally yes, it is. is. I love Robert. <laughs> <laughs> you can freeze to death really quick being homeless. Absolutely. Absolutely. As a matter of fact, on the coldest night of the year, what part of an organization I belong to is called YGQ Cares. We decided for 20 minutes to go out and we dressed as somebody who was homeless. So we had no shirt or no coat. We had no shoes on our feet and we were out in the freezing cold and we were out there videotaping um, our experience for that 20 minutes. I had a timer. I was out there. I was for the full 20 minutes freezing my ass off. Uh, you know, sharing my experience on how cold I was and how much this really sucked. Mm -hmm. And then, of course, didn't that night turn into freezing rain? Mm -hmm. And so all these people were out there and I'm thinking, I just wish I could have them all in my house, but that's mm -hmm. just not possible um, yet. Anyways. Well, you know what, Dorothy, you, you mentioned something earlier before the show started, uh, which is super fun. And definitely something I'd love to go to work on with you. Um, and it's the whole ability to, and, and what, again, what human vessels are capable of to literally disappear something, whether it's a tumor or homelessness <laughs> or lack of funding, right? Um, that uh, it is, it is something that can literally be disappeared. That's true. So for sure. Hmm. Interesting. <laughs> the life expectancy of a human being outside in the elements with no clothes on, um, like for husband down or something is 15 minutes at 40 below. Wow. Wow. That's 40 below. 40 yeah, below. He's in Alaska. <laughs> <laughs> well, he is in Alaska and I, I'm sure you've never experienced that in Indiana before. <laughs> 40 below. No, no. Nor would you want to, I'm sure. <laughs> but we'll have to take a trip to Alaska and go meet Robert for sure. That will be part of our tour. Yeah. When we Definitely. decide to do our book. Yes. <laughs> or movie or whatever. Or right? movie. Oh, or documentary. I'm done with books. I'm more into the movie part. All right. Let's movie. do it. Yeah. Let's do it. That's funny because I always said my book was going to be a movie. And then my, my dad's cousin said, well, who are you going to get to play you? <laughs> I have no idea. <laughs> uh, I wonder who the audience think would be a good actress to play Dorothy. <laughs> hmm. Yes, inquiring minds wanted to know who would be best to play me in my own movie. Lisa hmm. McCarthy. Inquiring minds want to know. <laughs> inquiring minds. Kathy Bates. Oh my God. I'm not that old. <laughs> Kathy Robert. Bates is a beautiful woman. I'm not that old. I'm only 45. Well, babe, they, they, you know, those actresses are amazing. They can like change, like they can look 20 or 40 or a hundred. Like she's a pretty amazing actress. Like I like that he picked someone that's like that talented and 
spectacular as an actress. Oh, yeah, she can free to choose her for dinner. A young Kathy Bates. Oh, wow. Yeah, yeah, sure. <laughs> I was thinking somebody more younger because I never look my age. No one has ever said that I looked my age until I met my husband, and then he says I look old. Yeah. Of course, he thinks he's being funny, but that's a whole other story for a whole other show. Um, <laughs> oh my gosh, this is hilarious. She is an absolutely amazing person. Oh, I'm sure she is an absolutely amazing person, but I was thinking more like Melissa McCarthy because like she's I'm young crazy. and fun. I can see Melissa McCarthy for sure. Yeah. I know, right? Yeah, I don't know who would play me. Um, I've had someone, I'm trying to think of the actor. Someone did say I remind them of a certain actors, but anyway, it doesn't matter. Whoever they want, I don't care. <laughs> well, it's funny because my girlfriend Justina has always said that I look like, oh, I went to go say it. Ah, oh, the one that was on the America's Got Talent, the singer. Oh, she's married to Reba McIntyre's son. Ah, oh, I had it just before I went to go say it. Don't really place Thor. Please on Thor. Not the main mm -hmm. actress, but the best friend. Hmm. 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 No, I don't know. Everything's just going into the mind. I'll let it go because as soon as I let it go, then it will come. Um. <laughs> that works. Yeah, for sure. Oh, yeah. We went into that one. Kelly Clarkson. Yes. Thank you so much, Kenny. <laughs> Kelly Clarkson. So maybe Kelly Clarkson will play me. I don't know. But see, I like that version better than Kathy Bates. <laughs> Sounds like you got a list, so that's good. I got a list, that's right. So, Miss Kimberly, mm -hmm. what else would you like to tell our viewing audience, since they're all listening with bated breath, about your life story here? Bated breath, interesting. What would I, I what would I want to share? Um, hmm. Live fully. And live in the present. No sense living in the past. Yeah. And love. Like that's, you know, um, love yourself, love each other, love life. Uh, a couple of things are coming up. Um, there's a really great sign that I adore. It's what if the hokey pokey's all what it's all about. And then there's another uh, definition of life is a series of experiences. And I'm sure you have tons of experiences. Yeah, well, I mean, yeah, every moment, right? I mean, there's, what, 17,000, whatever, something moments a day or, you know, something crazy like that. So embrace everyone that you possibly can. And, and give people the power to to uh, do the same. Don't get in the way of other people's joy. I like that. Don't get in the way of other people's joy. So how do you live in, how, 
do you, Kimberly Genovese, live in the moment? Have you always, okay, first of all, let's step back a little bit. Have you always lived in the moment? Huh? Have you always allowed yourself to live in the moment? Yeah, I, uh, that's really great. Um, I think when you are, your life is threatened as, as many times as mine has been, uh, living in the moment is a lot easier because uh, there, there's an aliveness right before death that uh, you, you get clicked into um, that you can't possibly know that you're not that dialed in and present unless you've come that close to death. Uh, so, so I have always had a kind of intuitive innateness of, you know, being numb or disconnected versus being present. And uh, so, so yes, that, that gift was given to me at a very young age. And it, again, see, that would be one of the silver linings of, you know, the dark moments uh, that I was able to access. And I've done a lot of training. <laughs> um, and uh, inside my un, un, unsatiable appetite to live my best life, at, literally as an obsession, you know, like I owe it to God, like they, there, there will be an accounting. <laughs> and, uh, you know, walking up to that table and going, did you live your best life? You know, did you fulfill? And so I have this unsatiable appetite um, for, uh, you know, accessing all that the human vessel is capable of. And so I've done a lot of training, a lot of great work. Landmark, you know, worldwide is phenomenal um, for giving people access to living in the present. Uh, so yeah, I've, I've done a lot of work. I, like Michael, I would say in the world of being present, I would, I'm one of the Michael Jordans, right? I, I go before practice. I do 10,000 free throws before practice. I'm at practice. I do 10,000 free throws after practice, <laughs> right? Um, so, and you know, it's an art. Being present is an art. And everyone's that. an artist. And I invite everyone to, you know, really expand their ability to be present. It's, it's lovely. It's quite lovely. Mm -hmm. Even when it's not. <laughs> and what I mean by that, right? Like all emotions, all experiences, um, all of them serve us each and every. And so, you know, double it back to the dark moments. Uh, those, those, uh, e even though they may not feel good uh, in that moment, they're, they're quite lovely and they have a lot to offer. But if you're not present, you know, mm -hmm. you're, if you're not in it, you're just, you're just water skiing over the top of what's possible. Mm -hmm. And I, I have always said that our test leads us to our testimony, mm. you know, and if, if you're not in those, I you know, should write right? that down. You should put that I in did. It's in, you it's, it's, in a book. I say that every time. <laughs> I'm messing with you. I know. <laughs> uh, so is it, and like you said, if you're not in those moments and you don't have those moments or you don't experience those moments, then how are you going to help somebody else get through their moments? Yeah. Okay. 
Exactly. And that's why, you know, like, like you said, when you're really in the thick of things or as I call it in your shit, um, <laughs> or in those, in those moments where you wish that they didn't exist. Um, we've had a couple of them lately, but you always, you know, always dig through the other side because through the other side is where your rainbow is going to be. Um, and you know, there, there's a lot of things that go on in life that are outside our control, but I, I find the older I get, the more I allow, like meaning allow, meaning that I, I'm not attached to the outcome. I just allow what needs to happen to happen. Mm -hmm. And it works out so much beautifully than being stressed out about it. Yeah. <laughs> for, for sure. Oh, wow. So uh, this has been such a, a, Robert had wanted one of your aha moments, but you did give it because he said, there you go. So <laughs> he said something else. I did. He asked a question, but I don't know what it was. It happened so fast. Oh, uh, he did say an Jamie. Alexander. An aha, an example of it. Who's Jamie Alexander? Um, an, uh, an example of an aha moment. Like, I'm not sure. When do we speak about aha moments? Those moments that made you go, ah, oh. shit. I have those. I've, I've had like five of those on this show. <laughs> um, an aha, let's see an aha moment. Well, interesting. Um, wow. The one that wants to be discovered right now is um, when I was four and I was, uh, at the time I was living with my dad and he was, and this is in my store. I think this is in the book. Um, but uh, he was living with a woman who practiced dark magic and um, she was not a very kind woman to me. And, uh, and she, uh, she did some things and, and the net of it is I ended up in a Sunday school situation and completely drenched and they brought me into the Sunday school room and they put me in this section of the room separate from the rest of the kids. And they wrapped me in a blanket and I'm soaking wet. And uh, the, the kids and the teachers were off in the other section of the room singing, Jesus loves me. This is like so cool, right? Um, and a light shone on me, um, you know, and uh and jesus that came to me and nice. let me know that i'm i'm okay everything's okay it's gonna get worse before it gets better and to just trust him and i was like okay <laughs> <laughs> right i'm four no something anyway um and uh the teachers came over they saw something they didn't know what they saw they came over to check on me and I was bone dry. Wow. And there was like no way that could happen. Right. So that would probably be the aha moment of all aha moments. That was the birth of aha moments. <laughs> it seemed like four was your pivotal year. Like it, it seemed like a lot happened. Well, two, two is when it's the, the journey really began. It was two. two. And then no looking and back. Definitely. 
at this rate. Yeah, <laughs> definitely has made you stronger. That's for sure. Uh, you could probably bend steel with your hands by now. <laughs> First Wonder Woman. There we go. Oh, there we go. Linda Carter will play you in our movie. Oh no, you're you're way more Linda Carter. Me? What are you talking about? For sure. I think everyone agrees. Definitely, you're way more Linda Carter. Like blonde hair. <laughs> well, we're both Superwoman, but I mean, yeah, I don't know. It's okay. We'll figure it out. So we'll figure it out when when we get Donna to do our movie. There you go. There you go. She's. Amazing. I'm just putting this out there, people. Yeah, like, I'm it. just like I don't even know where this is coming from. Honestly, Robert, that you wanted your aha moments. It's just like bang. It, this is funny because this is what happens when Kimberly and I start talking. It's like the walls of Jericho come down and it's just like, <laughs> she'll say one thing and I, I feed off of it and vice versa. So, uh, and actually this woman is truly amazing. I swear I've seen her command center <laughs> through um, Zoom. And, and, and this woman doesn't have just any office. This woman, it's like the great, it's like so freaking large because her <laughs> dreams and her, what God has called her to do is so massive. It cannot be contained in a small room. Yeah. So uh, it's true. I, I won't give details, but it's you know what like, No, this is no, no, this is perfect, Dorothy, because this is, this would be the aha of ahas in the moment. Like this, <laughs> this is the perfect aha to like, it's so timely. Because I was literally in a conversation today with someone. I had a a, a meeting, and um, and there was enough time in that meeting for me to go for a walk. Right. So what Dorothy's pointing to is, um, I've Holy Spirit has guided me to take my office into my garage because it basically said your office in the house is is not big enough, and and it was more than that. It wasn't just that it wasn't big enough. It didn't allow for me to work in symphony with nature and all the different energy forces. Um, so, so in like literally letting the air, uh, you know, of the universe in and just a bunch of other things. Right. So um, being inside of the aha of the difference it makes for me to be working in an environment where literally an open window, <laughs> the open window of my office is my two, two car garage door being open, you know, and letting all that fresh air in to my workspace. And then also being able to walk into literally a fairy um, forest three minutes from my home uh, and, and bringing all of that energy into what I'm creating day after day. And it, the aha that I had literally this week was the awareness that um, to bring golden groves forth, which is so funny that you brought it up tonight, uh, is to be living it. So living inside, right? Yeah. So living inside of being a steward and working symphonically um, with it in all that I'm manifesting right now to let, you know, all of nature and all the different energy forces come to work with me every day. And that's a huge aha. And I invite everybody to do that to the, the, you know, in whatever way is possible for them. Right. Yeah. That is so perfect. Right. Way to close. Right. Yeah. <laughs> that is like, okay. So yeah, 
Yeah, and especially with the pandemic, right? It's like we're all being, you know, just the term lockdown, you know, um, and we're being told to be socially distant, right? It's just like, oh my God, social distance. Like, no, 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 no. We're human beings. We're wired to be connected. You know, let's let's be very intentional with the words that we use um, so that it doesn't create you know, this disconnect and this isolation. Um, so if there's ever a time to be present and aware uh, that, you know, if there's ever open the windows, you know, let, let the symphony of all of life rally for you and what you're creating. Cause they, they, all of life wants you to win. It really does. Mm-hmm. And that is so funny that you said that because we live in, Okay, so I live in a city, but in the, where I live, I live by an expressway entrance exit, and I'm not too far from, I don't know, there's a woodland over, not too far from where I live. Anyways, so I have said since we moved here, I feel like I live in Swiss Family Robinson. <laughs> Honestly, you can go, I, like, I, I live in the city, you can hear the traffic that's like, Drag cars down my street, but in my backyard, all you hear is the birds, which can be lovely sometimes, but damn annoying at other times. <laughs> uh, we had to deal with a groundhog our first year, uh, and then we had a raccoon stuck up in our in our um, shed. We, it's not a garage; it's like a shed up in the raptors of the shed. We just found that. So a groundhog raccoon and my husband went to go step outside yesterday and there was a giant ass skunk, a massive skunk waiting for him. Now we had just said the night before that, man, we could really smell that. And I could. And when we first moved here a year and a half ago, I was out for a walk and at the corner down by the school, it was walking across the street. So I ran the other way because there was no way in hell I was being stopped by the skunk. That sucker was huge back then, but I guess it's even bigger now. So he saw that. I mean, we have, okay, so we call them squirrels. Some people call them tree rats, like are literally a lot, like a lot of them in our backyard. So we have all of this and we live in the city. And so it's just like, Joe, I'm not sure if this is where we're supposed to be, but this is where we're at for right now. Anyways, and it's like Swiss Family Robinson in their backyard. <laughs> and we actually have a treehouse back there because the kids that used to live here before us, they left the treehouse. So there's yeah. a treehouse and everything out there. Nice. So. Em- embrace yeah. it. I What, what I want to do right now is I want to Google what does it mean when a skunk crosses your path? Because um, seriously, they're, they're, they all have messages. Each and every one has a message to deliver. Oh, one, of, one of the cool things from the vision quest uh, was, you know, they let us know, like, if anything in nature crosses over the prayer tie line, it's there to give you a message. Don't be afraid of it. And I'm like, seriously, even snakes and, you know, all, yep, yeah. yes, yes, anything, anything that crosses the prayer line. I'm like, oh, okay. So, I'm saying. Um, I'll have to go Google that later. <laughs> like, thanks. I don't know if I want to know what the skunk means. Well, but. we had a raccoon cross our path the other day, and it it, it meant to watch out for thief, thievery. So it's it's really cool stuff. Um, so what yeah. if it lives in your shed? You're gonna have to Google it, sister. I will Google it. Yeah. Will- and then intuitively receive and filter that which you know the message is for you specifically. Right. It's I- they're all intimate messages. 
I, I get it. I get it. And we're almost at time here. So I want to thank our guests for definitely uh, showing up. And again, thank you so much, Kimberly, for coming on the show. Is there any last thoughts that you'd want to leave our guests with? Uh, just, uh, wow, there's like a journey song coming up. Like, you know, make sure your wheels keep spinning. You know, the hokey pokey is probably all that it's about. So enjoy. Just enjoy it. I'm not sure if I want to know this, but Robert Googled it for us. <laughs> the meaning of skunk crossing your path can also signal repressed anger or, or a situation that needs fixing. According to Richard Webster, the connection between animals and humans is a basic belief of shamanism. Yeah. Super cool. Wow. Yeah. You just let it and you just let those messages in. It's it's all they're all good. That is awesome. Yeah. Well, thanks again, folks, for joining us for another episode of Unstoppable Overcomers. And uh, next week, we will have the amazing Nancy Hill Lewis on. I uh, can't wait. for, And we'll be having a special episode next Tuesday. So our same, same time, same channel, Monday night. But Tuesday night, we'll be adding the amazing Donna Eller as well. Mm, yeah. Definitely a show you don't want to miss. She's actually a, an amazing friend of Kimberly's as well. Uh, this woman is they're both completely amazing. Everybody that I have on is amazing. But <laughs> I actually have a girl crush on Donna Eller. And I actually told her <laughs> when I was talking to her Saturday, I'm like, yes, I did tell Kimberly, I have a girl crush on you. Uh, so <laughs> she's like, oh, really? You're not, you're not the only one out there with a girl crush on Donna. <laughs> Which you'll find out why next Tuesday night. So with that, folks, have a great evening and God bless you all. Bye. Love you. Hold on one second.